Hey guys, this is Melise, and you are listening to another episode of the Mommying Podcast. Hey, 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 this is Melise, and welcome back to the Mommying Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to get over your fuck ups. So, I titled this You Are Not Your Fuck Ups because, um, I have been dealing with a lot of mom guilt lately and trying to figure out how to forgive myself for making some of the decisions I've made um, even before motherhood that have impacted my life as a mother. I'll tell you one of the things that really um, gets to me Even today, sometimes I have moments where I'm like, "Mm, I should have did that differently, was that I dropped out of college. And so I'm an entrepreneur. Most of you know that. But if you don't, I am an entrepreneur, have been for a long time. And I dropped out of school when I was in my junior year for no good reason besides the fact that I just wanted to move um, to another state and pursue a career in costume design, which didn't really require me to have a degree. And I thought that that would be my career path and that is what I would be doing for 30 years. And I wanted to jumpstart it, so I dropped out of school. Well, fast forward to now meet as a mother, one of the things that's happened is my kids who are in elementary school um, have started to ask me about, mom, did you go to college? Mom, did you finish college? And they go to a college preparatory school. And so the emphasis is college is college, going to college and graduating. And so we've had that conversation and it makes me feel a little embarrassed that I didn't finish and also that I could have finished school like I could have waited to start my career as a costumer and I could have finished school and so that is something that I know for certain was not a good decision to have made in the past but I have to forgive myself for that now I've created a life for my family that I find to be very joyful. Um, But I can't help but to think how things may be different had I graduated from school back then. That's not to say I can't go back now, but to have already completed that, I can only imagine, you know, what that would have added to my life today. So that's one of the things that I have guilt about And so I often have to remind myself when I think of that, that that doesn't define me, though. Like that doesn't define me as a person, me as an entrepreneur, me as a mom that has no bearing on the core of who I am. And so that is one of the things that I have to constantly forgive myself for especially when as an entrepreneur things get super rough because you know people will have you believe that entrepreneurship is this great glamorous job all the time and you get to decide how much money you're gonna make and there no one is telling you what to do and that is the complete opposite of 
what entrepreneurship is. Entrepreneurship is very difficult work at times. Of course, it's rewarding if you're doing something that you love, if you're doing your passion, but it's still very difficult, a lot more difficult than if I went somewhere and worked for eight or nine hours and sat at a desk and, you know, collected a paycheck just for showing up. So entrepreneur is, entrepreneurship isn't that for me. For some other people, it may be, but for me, that's not my story. So when things get super rough and I'm like, you know what, F this, I'm just going to go get a damn job. I think, okay, so then how much money would I make for the skill set that I have being as though I don't have a degree, which I have 20 years of experience in so many different things. But as far as that actual certificate piece of paper, I don't have it. So like, how much money could I actually make without a degree? So sometimes there have been times in my life where I've just been like, yo, you really should have graduated from school. Like, what were you thinking? And so also just the pride in being able to tell my children that, yes, I did graduate from college. Yes, I do have a college degree. Um, sometimes makes me feel a little um, a little bad. And so that is one of the things that I have to forgive myself about often. Of course, there are other things that I have done over the years. And I'm just like, yo, that was not a good decision. That was a mistake. That was a bad decision. And I always say that I want to give my children the childhood that I didn't have. And I think that that's one of the things that drives me or has driven my decision making as it comes to my kids, Um, giving them the childhood that I didn't have, giving them the stability that I didn't have growing up, giving them a loving, um, healthy environment that I didn't necessarily have in my early childhood. Those are things that I really want to give them, uh, having them involved in extracurricular activities and being a very present parent in school dropping them off in the morning and picking them up in the afternoons, making their lunch every day, cooking breakfast for them every day. Like these are all things that I do and I don't even think about them. I just do them because I want them to, I want their childhood to have a certain feeling. I want them to feel a certain way. And so I want them to grow up and look back at their childhood like, wow, mom really gave it her all. She really like did it she did the damn thing like my mother was an excellent mother and so I want them to say those things about me um so sometimes I know I'm hard on myself and they are not hardly thinking about half of the things that I'm thinking about because they're kids but those are just some of the things that I think of when I think about my parenting and the decisions that I made. It's so funny. I read a quote the other day by a lady named Donna Ball. And it says, motherhood is a choice you make every day to put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own, to teach the hard lessons, to do the right thing, even when you're not sure what the right thing is, and to forgive yourself over and over again for doing everything wrong. It's so funny because 
I have adopted the idea of conscious parenting very early into my children being here. I didn't want to be the type of parent that beat my children. I didn't want to really punish them in a way that was um, detrimental or like, you know, bad for their self-esteem and their psyche and finding a balance um, in that area has been a challenge, especially with a very rambunctious boy and a very opinionated girl. I have questioned my decision-making abilities when it comes to disciplining my children and providing structure for them because I feel like sometimes it just comes to bite me in my ass. Like my daughter is very, very opinionated and temperamental and she's snarky and, you know, sarcastic. And I'm like, have I facilitated that attitude that she has? Like she came out with a tood. And I'm like, has my parenting facilitated that? Like, have I encouraged that? Or my son, who is very clever and is very rambunctious and always has something to say. And I'm like, gosh, have I not disciplined them effectively? Should I have been more strict up until this point? Like, how do I change that now? Is it even possible Are they being disrespectful to other adults? Like these are all of the real life things that I deal with with my kids. And I'm just like, you know, you, Melise, have done the best that you can do with the information that you have been given. And I read a lot. And, you know, when I first became a parent, when they were a little smaller, I would read a lot of parenting books and things like that. And so I tried to take a little bit from different books and different thought leaders on parenting and just how to discipline children and I have kind of gathered my own little you know way about parenting but sometimes the decisions we make come back to bite us in our ass and we're just like yo I did not make a good decision that was not effective and so I've had to readjust the thing that I've learned though is that you have to forgive yourself over and over again Some things are definitely your fault. Some things you could have definitely done a little differently. But also, your kids are who they are. Like, you're just here to guide them and help facilitate them to be their best selves. But you can't, like, completely erase a child's character by smothering them or over-disciplining them or just trying to erase who they are inherently. And so... Some of that, I believe, is God's way of refining who we are as people. Like as parents, there is no way that I would have the patience that I have developed if I didn't have children or the compassion for other human beings that I've developed since I've had kids. It's so funny because my sister, my twin sister always says, you are a completely different person post children than you were pre-children when I before I had kids I was very self-centered um I didn't really think about others a lot I just was very laser focused on what it is I was doing what I needed what I wanted 
and I didn't really consider other people. I also wasn't very sociable. I didn't really talk to people a lot. Um, my sister's a hairstylist. She's a popular hairstylist, always has been. Her career has been wonderful to her. So when I would go into the salon where she was working, everyone knows that I'm her sister and she would have a ton of clients and everyone would speak and I would say hello and then I would just sit down and maybe not really say anything to anyone and I could be there for hours and not talk. And my sister would say, you know, you're just unapproachable. Like people just don't want to talk to you because you just look like you don't want to be bothered and you give that air. And so after becoming a mom, though, I feel like I've become more social and I talk to people and I'm warmer. I smile. And so a lot about me has changed since motherhood has happened to me. And um, I have definitely been tested with my children's uh, personalities to refine who I am. And I think that that is what parenthood does a lot of times. We get children who basically will test who we say we are. Like there's a, a quote from a, a, an imam. Uh, uh, so he's a religious leader that I like. And I don't know if it's his quote, but he said it a lot. And he says, you are only a theory until you are tested. And that is the truest thing like you can say you're a certain thing you can say you are this or you are that but you are only a theory until you are tested that thing that you claim you are if you claim you're a patient parent if you claim that you are compassionate if you claim that you're easy breezy yeah okay let life show up let some pressure be applied and let's see if you are who you say you are. Um, I love that quote because it's so very, very true. And if you are a forgiving person, the first person that you have to forgive is yourself. And so if you are able to forgive others very easily, how easy is it to forgive yourself for coming up short, for waking up late? for um, forgetting to pack your kids lunch or, you know, the things that happen every single day as a mom, like how forgiving can you be to yourself? Because the thing is, those things are aren't who you are. The mistakes aren't who you are. You are more than your fuck ups. You are more than the mistakes that you've made. And one of the things that I'm going through in this season of my life is acknowledging the mistakes that I've made, looking at them, like staring at them head on and really being honest with myself and saying, yes, I did X, Y and Z. Is that who I am? No. Do I want to continue this sort of behavior in the future? Does this lend to my greatest life? Does this lend to the big picture? Does this facilitate the type of life that I want? Does it make my life feel the way I want my life to feel? And once I'm able to say, yes, it is, then I can continue. But if it doesn't, then I can say, okay, Melise. So now that you know that the decision you've made does not serve you, you can change that at any moment. We can change everything. 
The thing is, we have to acknowledge our mistakes first and face them. And then we can make a decision. I always say, as long as I'm breathing, I can change anything. And sometimes that doesn't mean actually changing the thing. It may just be that you change your own perspective. You change your own mindset about the thing. And when you change your mindset, there's a shift. The world shifts because you've changed the way that you see a thing or the way that you feel about a thing. And so I have been faced with these very, very things most recently in my life and making some decisions that I know are going to serve the greater good of my complete life and my family life. And I know that I've made certain decisions in the past that didn't serve me well, that didn't serve my kids well, that, um, you know, really were not great decisions. But that's not who I am. I am so much more than that. I am not, you know, my my mistakes. I am who I decide I want to be going forward. And so I know that we always, like, we all have mom guilt. Like, we do things that, like, our kids, we just look at them and like, yo, am I really in charge of these people? Like, are they really dependent on me for everything? Like, I've felt at times that I was just not capable or like, how did God trust me with these two, (laughs) with these two kids? Like, how did he think I was capable of this? Like, I am not capable of this. Even that in and of itself is a disservice because you are not given anything that you cannot handle. And that is so true. Even in the midst of a storm, Even in the midst of chaos or confusion, you are not given anything that you cannot handle. And so part of it is acknowledging your own strength. Like, yes, I am strong. Yes, I can handle this. Yes, I can throw my hair in a bun, get my cup of coffee and handle shit. And so these are all things that I like go over in my mind like every single day, even like just getting the kids to school on time. Like some days, it's just so difficult. If I've had a late night and I can't get up in the morning, it's just like, yo, I just want to sleep for like another hour. I mean, does it really matter if they're late for school? And I always catch myself like, you know what? What are you teaching them by just laying in the bed for an extra hour sleep when really you're not really sleep because you're nervous because you're you don't want the alarm to go off again or you want to oversleep. And so when you think about the outcome of your decisions, a lot of times before you make the decision or when you're mid decision making, you can make the right decision and you don't have to repeat bad decisions. You don't have to repeat negligence. You don't have to repeat procrastination. You can decide every single day that you are going to be excellent. I have that talk with my kids every morning. Today, you are going to be excellent. And excellence is not easy every single day. Like you are not going to crush shit every single day. But when you put in your mind that you are going to be excellent, You approach your day with excellence, with an excellent mindset, with excellent ambition, 
with the idea of follow through. Like, yo, I'm going to follow through on everything today. These are all things that we all battle with every single day. But if you are someone who wants to live an excellent life, who wants to feel love, who wants to feel successful, who wants to be responsible, who wants to feel prosperous, none of these things come by happenstance. Like they come because we make a decision first. And it's the same thing with bad decisions or mess ups or, you know, and when things when we just do not do the right thing, it all starts with a decision. And so I'm going to leave you with you are not your fuck ups. The crux of who you are is what you decide you are. And if you want to feel Excellent. If you want to feel successful, loved, secure, prosperous, joyful, you decide how you want your life to feel.